Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? This is Supriya Mehra, your mortgage advisor, and you're listening to the Canadian Real Estate 101 podcast. More people than ever are building generational wealth through real estate. And on this show, I sit down with some of the top real estate agents, lawyers, accountants, and investors to discuss the ideas, the opportunities, and the strategies that they are taking advantage of so the rest of us can do the same. Hello and welcome to another episode of Canadian Real Estate 101 Podcast. This is your host, Supriya Mera. In today's episode, I have Tim Latimer from GTA Property Inspections. I met him about a couple of weeks back where we were invited as speakers. He shared his insights about process of getting inspection done for home buyers. That's when I realized having an inspector on our podcast would be so helpful for our listeners. So here we are. As you will hear during our interview, Tim has tons of experience in construction industry and has been doing this for a number of years now. Him and his team serves anywhere between Niagara to Barrie area. So without further ado, let's hear about inspections with Tim Latimer from GTA Property Inspections. Hi, Tim. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. Thanks for asking. Enjoying the heat wave that we have. Not yeah. complaining. Definitely much better than a minus 20 or a minus 20. Yeah. Yeah. I felt like the winter took forever too. So I was like, thank God. Exactly. I know it's good. Perfect. All right, um, Tim, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, what you do, and uh, what you have been up to these days? Sure. Uh, my name is Tim Latimer. I own and operate a company called GTA Property Inspections. We've been doing this for about 10 years. I've been doing it personally for 10 years, and uh, we do inspections around the GTA. So I go from Niagara Falls all the way to Barrie if I need to. We've done Fergus. It just depends on where people need me. Most of my stuff is is based out of uh, Oakville, Burlington, Hamilton, Ancaster, and around that area. But we go to Mississauga and Toronto as well. Yeah, we do inspections everywhere. I do I do commercial and I do residential. But most of, I would say, 80% would be the residential stuff that we do. And then you might get the odd, like, um, triplexes, duplexes, and then the warehouses and stuff we also do. Great. Awesome. Yeah. How did you get into this business? How did you get started? Uh, my father-in-law. So my background is construction. So growing up, I was had access to building our first house. And then I started doing it to make a little bit of money. And then I had a landscaping and renovation company, which was great. But then it just uh, it starts killing your back, getting your hands. <laughs> and then I met um, my wife. And then my father-in-law was the home inspector at the time, too. And he was uh, quite successful. So I learned off of him. And then he retired, I think, six years ago, and I bought the business off him and have been doing it since. Amazing. Fantastic. All right. So since t- you are an inspection um, expert, so why don't we kind of start from there? Why would you suggest anybody who's purchasing a property needs an inspector to come? And uh, what is it? What's the value add of having or hiring an inspector uh, and getting an inspection done when you're purchasing a property? So for me, I'm, I'm biased, of course, because I do it for a living, but it's safety. I think that's, that's the one word that I could choose to give to someone about buying their, their first house is a little bit of safety and a little bit of confidence in what they're buying. Um, you, you, buy a, you buy a car and you have to go and get it safety by a mechanic and you have to make sure that it's good to go on the road, to drive around, et cetera. I don't think it's any different for a house. When, when someone's purchasing a house, they understand what they're buying. 
um, whether it's safe, what they're budgeting for. There's just, there's so much to a home that it's just, it's one of those things where I think it's very important that someone actually have some look through there. There's people who, uh, who hire their friends who are electricians or HVAC guys. And, and it's, it's brilliant to do that too. But with us, this is all we do all day. When I'm busy four times a day, when I'm not busy once or twice a day, but this is all we do all day. So we look for the defects, the ages of everything. And then if there is an issue, we get you in touch with the proper people to fix those problems. But uh, for us, it's just finding the issues, making sure that when you buy that house, there's no surprises. That's my biggest thing I tell clients is that I don't want a surprise for you when you move in. Um, stuff does happen, but the same, like we just, we see so many that it's just a lot easier when someone walks through and explains that, okay, the house is built between 95 and 07 in this area, it might have contact plumbing and we look for it. stuff like that. It's just, it's knowing the area, knowing the houses, knowing the, um, the building materials used. I think it's very important and I hope, uh, I hope it sticks because we're seeing a lot more inspections now. Yeah. And, um, I believe during the pandemic, um, nobody was putting that clause of inspection and financing. Uh, yeah, scary. I was about <laughs> I would be so scared to go in and make biggest purchase of our lives without putting these two clauses. Right. You spend more time on on Amazon looking up <laughs> looking up all these things. Yeah. I just I couldn't believe it either. Yeah. So now that uh, you know these conditions, at least I'm seeing from uh, the applications that uh, I'm filing, uh, I'm helping my clients with. We are seeing more and more of uh, these conditions come back. It may be financing condition, it might be inspection condition, it might be both of them. Um, how long would you say typically for an offer uh, to make an offer? You would say two to three days, uh, business days for inspection. How long would you suggest that people put that in an offer? Now I'm seeing around two to three. It used to be five day. It used to be five day condition, but I haven't seen a five day in a very long time. Yeah, um, so usually two, three days is where I'm seeing like, and, but we're so used to it that I get the phone call. And I just, I, I fit in the time slot for the day and we go from there, but I used to have five days, which is great, but three days. Cause then I have to turn around and do the report. So usually all my reports are next day anyways. So I do the inspection on Tuesday, you get the report Wednesday morning. Okay. And what does the report capture? Like from eight, you just mentioned about the age and building materials used and stuff like that. Um, I guess what are the what are the other key elements that report would capture? So when we do the inspection, we explain to everybody that it's a visual non-invasive. We can't rip walls apart. There's certain things we can't see. That's the toughest thing to try to explain to somebody when you're going through the report. So everything I do is visual and non-invasive. So I am able to, to get the drone up and take a look at the roof to tell you what kind of shingle, whether it's an architectural shingle, uh, whether it's a a metal roof, et cetera, whether it's a three-tab shingle. And then all of those have different lifespans. As we go through the house, I'll let you know the age of the windows, if I can read a date on it, the furnace, the AC, the condition of. Again, we can't rip it apart and go through it, but we can definitely see if it's um, in good working condition. We run everything. Same thing with your plumbing. We'll run all your, your fixtures and uh, we'll check all your GFCIs to make sure they work. And then the arc faults as well. Um even in the basement, I used an infrared camera. So we infrared the basement, we use the moisture meters. We do absolutely everything we can without ripping things apart to let people know this is what's going on in the house. And then we go up in the attic spaces if we have access. 99% of the time we do, but um, yeah, we'll go up and we'll take a look at absolutely everything. And then as far as building materials, 
when you start breaking down like from 1900s all the way to now, so we'll let you know if there's a tube in the house, if there's possible asbestos, if there's aluminum wire, if it's two wire, no ground. We'll go through absolutely everything. And as soon as I know the age of the house, then I know what I'm looking for. Okay, sounds good. Now, let's say, for example, there are some material um, issues in the house. Uh, what could those potentially be? Like uh, something that, you know, may even ask the buyer to maybe back out from the deal or if it's that serious, what are some of those things that, you know, people could uh, should be considering at the end of the day? So like I explained to people, when somebody loves a house, they love a house. They may not know when there is an issue and after they do, it's up to them what they want to do with the information. So as a home inspector, I don't tell them whether they should buy the house, don't buy the house. And if it's worth, but like, we don't do that. We're, we're totally unbiased. And we just tell you, this is the information. This is the fix. Okay. And then they go through it. So most of the time, um, mold, we can't call it mold. So we explain this to people a lot too. When I go up in an attic space, I know what the pattern of mold looks like. I know how to to identify whether it's 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 from hot and cold mixing in a soffit that's blocked or whether it's a bathroom vent fan going into the attic space. What we explain is that we say there's possible microbial growth and that you'll need further testing by a qualified professional in order to find out what's actually going on. Most of the time when they test it, it's going to be mold. But again, there's, there's instances where guys have gone up, called it something, and it wasn't um, actually what it was. So for us, honestly, it's just going through and making sure that everything we look at, they just understand what the cost to fix it is or what the issue, like, especially with asbestos, like whether you test it or remove it. And, and it all just comes down to comfort level and, and how much people want the house. Mm-hmm. And then the negotiations go through the, uh, the agent and the seller agent at, the, at that time. Okay. Now I've also seen some sellers put through the inspection report uh, that is, you know, done uh, by themselves or they hire an inspector and uh, upon request that inspection is available. Would you in those situations recommend the buyer still go ahead and get their own inspection done in those scenarios? So there's guys in the industry who've been doing it for ages. And if it's a, if it's a respectable inspector, then I, and I totally would say, you know what, like, if I know the guy and he's been doing it for years and he's a great guy and he's a good inspector. And then it's, it's one of those things. You just want to find whoever did that inspection on the property knows what they're doing. If they've been in business or even if they're new, they have the, the proper education. It's just, it's comfort level. Like there's, there's t- instances where if I've gone and done an inspection after there's been a pre-inspection offered, there's times where I found more stuff and there's times where I didn't find a thing because the guy had done a great job. It's just, it all comes down to personal preference. What I always suggest to people is, let's say I put the pre-inspection out. I want them to call me and ask me any questions they may have. That's why it's there. So if they say, hey, listen, I'm looking to buy this property. I have some questions and I would just run down through the whole report with them. Okay. Now, say for example, if you have prepared uh, a report for your client um, and uh, there are a bunch of things that they need to consider and so on. In your opinion, what are some of the top things, say three or four things that the buyer should really consider making, um, I guess, fixing them or getting them fixed through the seller, whatever it might be. So what are some urgent items that should be remediated uh, within a matter of weeks or a couple of months uh, when they're moving in? So I break it down to safety, then insurance, and then you're going to go to like your aesthetic stuff, right? 
So let's say the roof needs to be replaced. I'd be like, you need to replace the roof because you do all this beautiful finish inside. You wouldn't want to have a roof that's leaking and then start to destroy things. When we find stuff like possible mold or asbestos, or even when it comes down to insurance purposes, aluminum wiring, knob and tube wiring, those would be my number one things. Furnace and AC, anything that's going to cost you money, it's going to cause a safety concern, or that might be an issue for insurance. That's usually where I say, this is where you probably want to start with understanding, like, because you budget quite a bit for a house, but it's for the fun stuff. You want to do your kitchen. You don't want to be like, oh, we're moving into the house. I want to spend, let's say, $4,000 on, on mold remediation in attic space. So when we break it down, we're like, okay, are the windows in good shape? Are there broken seals? Do you need to replace them? Is the furnace and AC new? We, we kind of break it down that way, especially with first-time homebuyers. I find it's the toughest for them because they don't budget, because they don't know anything about moving into a new home and needing new windows or having a, a 1990 furnace and not understanding, like, oh, I need to to spend five or 6,000 to get a new one, right? So I usually break it down with the, like I said, safety, insurance, and then anything that might uh, cost you a big uh, dollar amount. Okay, great. Now, I would like to kind of chime into that point. Now, as you mentioned, a lot of people don't know that these expenses might come up. Um, so there is uh, a cash, there are two cashback programs uh, with the banks that uh, clients can actually look into. So uh, purchase plus improvement is one program where, you know, if you're making some renovations and you're adding value to the property, uh, then you can get some amount uh, ahead of time or after a certain time, once the renovations have been completed. So actually that money can come back to your pocket. The other is cash back where, you know, you can get up to 5% of the property value and stuff like that. It's just that your interest rate goes up slightly, but at least you can remediate your those bigger ticket items without picking out from your pocket, basically. Yeah, it's brilliant. The stuff they have now is very helpful. But again, it's just the surprises, right, that we want to mitigate. And that's the beauty of having you guys to, to take care of them financially, to be like, hey, we did run into this. We're super excited, but we need to put an extra 20 grand into the house. And that's where, yeah, it's tough. Tough, especially for first-time home buyers, because they don't expect it. Exactly, and a lot of times, you know, the house that um, the location might be perfect, but as we know, the house will might probably need some upgrading or uh, changes, like how you had mentioned. And usually, clients would budget for, you know, say five or ten percent down payment, whatever it would be. So they're literally saving pennies to make come up with that down payment. So I can. Yeah that it's really hard for them to come up with additional 5, 10, 20K, whatever it might be for the cost of remediating those items, which could potentially be safety hazards or uh, risk issues uh, in terms of insurance purposes, right? So yeah. knowing that there are a couple of programs that if they check in with their mortgage advisors, I'm sure they will be able to educate them on those options. Which is perfect because, yeah, there's no equity in another house they have. It's just it's their... They're one shot. They got everything they have, all their money. They put it right into it. It's a lot. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Like even when I walk through an inspection with them, it's just, it's a lot of information. They're already excited. It's their first house. It's just, it's a lot. Do these buyers typically join you for the inspection or you find that usually the realtor that who is re representing the buyer would accompany you? I would say 90% of the time they accompany me and I want them to. Yeah. Uh, as we go through the house, I want to explain things at the same time as I want to inspect it, right? So I want to show them where their water shutoffs are, explain why they're there, what they do, shutting them off in the winter, right? For your exterior faucets and taps. 
I just, all that stuff is so important. And as if they're walking through with me, it's so much easier to have a conversation with somebody and explain things because they'll remember it versus me just sending a report saying, again, it's going to be verbiage, right? The way that I write it versus the way that I'll explain it. I want to make sure that it's completely covered inside the report. But when I'm chatting about it, I'm going to explain why it's done, where it is. It's just, it's a very different experience. So I, I prefer when people actually walk through with me. And, you know, like you said, if you're home, you should be knowing some basic things or yeah. first-time home buyer, you might not know a lot of things. So say, for example, uh, I'm in, you know, we come from a family of immigrants. So we immigrated um, to Canada and the the way these houses are built are very different than it's what? incredibly different, yes. All right. Uh, you wouldn't know where these shutting off walls are or so many other things. Like you just have no idea. So it's always better uh, to have an expert like yourself to come on board and at least guide you, coach you, educate you so that going forward, you know what things to look at. And, uh, yeah. you know, obviously- that's a good point, too, because okay. we have a lot of uh, clients from overseas who maybe don't have the four seasons. Right. So. All it ever, it's, it's always just been tropical and all of a sudden they have to turn off stuff in the, in the middle of winter. <laughs> it's very different. Yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you turn off the water? Yeah, it's different. Totally. Okay. So how long does uh, inspection usually take? Like 45 minutes to a couple of hours or it depends? It depends, but it'll never be 45 minutes. That'd be like a quick walkthrough or if you just want to find out one thing. Uh, a typical inspection is around two hours. It's going to depend again on the amount of stuff we find and the amount of questions that people have. It can go as long as four hours if they wanted to. Uh, it's one of those things where I want to make sure as we go through that they know everything they need to know before they leave so that they can kind of say, okay, perfect. I'll wait for the report, but I know what I'm getting into without um, seeing the report and all the questions answered because most first time, most people have a lot of questions. So it takes as long as it takes. And then we usually just schedule for that. What are some, but usually around two or two and a half. Okay. All right. Fair yeah. enough. What are some of the common questions that you hear from from buyers that in your experience? What are some of the top three or four questions that you hear again and again and again? I, I have a lot of people go on, on Google, right? <laughs> so they'll Google stuff and they'll be like, oh, I heard there's there's plastic plumbing or I heard there's lead piping or it just depends on the area. In Hamilton, there's lead piping and then there's Knobbin too, but the older homes. Most people will just ask like, how much to get rid of this wall and like stuff that has nothing to do with the actual, but they're just more curious about, they're just so excited to be in the house. They just want to know what walls they can take down. And like, we were not structural engineers, but we can get you in touch with people, but they're just more excited. Um, a lot of people ask me how long they have with certain things. That would be one of my biggest ones. How long will the furnace run? How long will my roof last? Some of those are tough to answer because again, it's going to depend on the weather and, unforeseen circumstances, but we have like usually your 20 years in this furnace. If you have a better brand, if you get service more often, uh, we just, yeah, we get a lot of questions about just fun stuff, not so much about the house because they're so excited, I think. Got it. Okay. Yeah. All right. So um, a lot of times or in few situations where, uh, you know, say for example, I personally have been in my home for last five, six years and things do age during, you know, when you're inhabiting in a property, uh, provide services for somebody who has been a homeowner in for the same house. They just want like a checkup done, I guess, for, 
for their property to make sure things are best optimized or if there are any improvement suggestions. And do you have that kind of service available as well? We do. We started that during COVID. Um, so we noticed that a lot of people weren't able to get the inspections, but they still moved into the house and they still wanted some sort of run through what was going on in the house. We do what's called the healthy home check. So it's not as long as a full inspection, but it's one of those things where we will pop our head up in your attic. We'll let you know the data, your furnace and your AC and people who haven't had the chance to learn where their water shutoffs are, will go through the house. It's more geared towards elderly people and first time home buyers, but it's also been great for, for people who've, who've owned their home and just ha- don't know much about uh, the services or who they should call or, or what's going on. Or we bought, Two years ago, we never got an inspection and we're looking to list again. We just want to know if it's going to pop up. We, we, we do the healthy home check and it's been, it's been very successful. We've been very happy with it. Okay, wonderful. Now, before we kind of wrap up, are there any final thoughts that you might have that we have potentially not covered and we should be discussing that people should know about? I think you covered most of it. It's uh, just the importance of getting one for me. And then just having somebody who's going to do do you justice, right? To to do a proper job, just to make sure they're insured, to make sure that they're they're actually they're there. They do this for a living, and this is they want to help you, and it's exciting, right? That's right. why I still love doing this, is because it's still exciting for me to go in and see someone who's excited to be in a new home, and then you can go through it with them, right? We're not there to try to rip the house apart. We're there to try to tell you everything that's going on in the house so that you can purchase it with some confidence. Absolutely. Now, what's the best way to get in touch with you, Tim? If somebody uh, needs your services, how can they reach out to you? So GTA Property Inspections, you can Google it or uh, gpiguys.com. And then all my information is on the website and then you guys can just give a call. Even if you have a question, you're looking to purchase a house or you're a real estate agent, you're uncertain as to who to go with. Just, uh, I always suggest to people, just call me, send me an email. We're pretty quick turnaround as far as um, getting back to you. So as long as people just reach out and say, ask as many questions as you like, and then we go from there. Perfect. Well, thank you so much, Tim. This is very helpful. I know a lot of my first-time homebuyers uh, or just homebuyers in general have these uh, questions about inspection. Like, should I get it done? Should I wait? Um, and uh, you really helped answer a lot of those questions. So I appreciate your time. Today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Thanks a lot. You too. So there you go, my friends. I hope you do have now a better idea and perspective about importance of getting home inspection done. I have heard of some cases where inspection wasn't done and later on the buyers found out some major issues. All this could have been avoided if a small investment um, was done with the property inspector. Anyways, it's never too late. I hope you found this to be helpful. If you have any questions regarding inspections or would like to get inspection done for your property you have made an offer for, or just want to get um, get it done for your own peace of mind, I highly recommend you reach out to Tim. His email and contact information can be found on the show notes. Like always, if you have any questions about how your interest rates are impacting your mortgage or want me to review your qualifications for home purchasing you have been planning for, please feel free to give me a call at 647-998-7527 and I would be happy to discuss with you. That's all for today. Have a great rest of your day and we shall see you next time.